Welcome to Season 2 of PowerNorth.ca, where we don't lose, we win or we learn. Season 2 gets off to a banging start with Ian Valier, IFBB Pro Bodybuilder. Uh, but there is a little bit of an issue with the recording, so don't worry too much about that. we got some big things coming up this year, so thanks for listening, and here we go. Welcome to PowerNorth.ca, where we don't lose, we win, or we learn. A podcast that digs through the bowels of failure to find the recipe for success. With your hosts, Paul Valancourt and Shane Church. Music by Obey the Brave. Check them out on iTunes. Cutting out massively. Your audio is good. Sweet. Because I'm getting the the you have shit internet warning. Ian Valier. Sammy. How are you doing? Fix this shit. One sec. <laughs> oh. All right. Can you see me? No, I. Nope. That's okay. You're you're too handsome anyway. You son of a bitch. There. You see me now? Oh, yeah. You fucking don't fit in vehicles. Yeah. I, I, got, a, I got a bigger vehicle hoping I'd fit, but it's still a little tight with the fucking laptop on my lap here. So. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So I just want to give you a heads up that uh, I'll just confirm we are still recording. Yeah, we're recording right now. Um, but You're fr- You froze. Yeah. I, my internet sucks. I apologize. So hopefully I don't suck too much. Um... We're recording right now. I'll edit the shit out of this and well, and break it up and cool. have some good cool. stuff. So blast the intro and cool. Sounds good. All right, Paul, let it go. Okay, shall I blast the okay. intro, Shane? Yep. All right. Welcome to PowerNorth.ca podcast episode one, season two. We're in our second season here. Holy fuck! How the time has flown. So we're here today with a very special guest on the first episode of the second season, pro bodybuilder, Mr. Ian Vieira. Welcome, Ian. How are you guys hey doing? Hey, guys. Thanks for having me. It's great to be here. How are you guys doing? Good. Excellent. Looks like you're in sunny Canada somewhere today, Ian. Sunshine <laughs> over your head there. Sitting, sitting in my car somewhere, but it's nice out of Lee, so. Excellent. That's fantastic. So, Ian, uh, I know a lot about you. You're, uh, you're a fantastic personal friend of mine and uh, Shannon's coach. Uh, but can you give our listeners a little background on you? Yeah, so um, I'm a IFBB professional bodybuilder, so I've been competing um, since 2010, so coming up on six years. Um, did my first show in 2010 as a junior, kind of moved my way up the ranks, you know, between 2010, 2014, turned pro in 2014, um, and had my rookie season as a pro last year. Uh, competed in two contests last year. Um, I do... You know, as you said there, like I work with Shannon. So, you know, for a living, what I do is essentially, you know, other than bodybuilding is, you know, contest prep with other bodybuilders or competitors, not necessarily bodybuilders, but, you know, like Shannon competes in figure and you know stuff like that. I don't do bikini girls though. Fuck that. 
that. <laughs> that's a no. That's a no go zone. They're too much work for way little, too little payout. That's awesome. <laughs> so yeah, um, but you know that's that's pretty much you know the the sum the, the short version about me there. So yeah, that's awesome. Uh, I, I lucked out and got to meet you right around that time that you became an IFBB pro, and you're you had about a six month period that was just crazy. Can you tell us from the start of uh, 2014 to the end of 2014 how that went? Yeah, so basically I started, it would have been November 2013. So I, I competed as a junior up until 2011 when I won the Canadian Nationals as a junior in 2011. Um, and then I took kind of a little high in October 2011 and November 2013. So I didn't compete for two years there. I had some injuries. You know, I did the, you know, the, the injury to my arm there. You know, I got sick for a while. So I was kind of... You know, honestly, at one point there, I thought bodybuilding was kind of done for me. You know, like I was, you know, mentally, I was like, fuck this. I can't do this anymore. You know, I'm 21 years old and my body's beat to shit. And you know, I was being a, a big pussy about it, you know. So, um, you know, so then 2013, I was like, you know what? Screw it. I'll do one more show. Just one more last hurrah, whatever, just for fun. You know, do the Ottawa's, you know, local regional show was coming up. So I uh, signed up for that show and I was, you know, in my head, I'm like, this is just the one that's it, you know, but let's be serious. It's never just fucking one. Like you do one, <laughs> five more after that. It's never just one, you know? So, you know, I signed up for that show, you know, I was really pleased with how I looked. My prep went well. Um, you know, so then after that, I, you know, prep for the provincial championships, um, which was June 2014. And then right after I won that, I was invited, you know, it was kind of out of the blue thing. Uh, the president of the OPA, so the Ontario physique association, um, invited me to a show down in Mexico. So th this was a show, uh, it's called the Amateur Olympia. So, it, it, you know, Paros, you guys are obviously familiar with the Arnold, you know. Um, it's the same kind of thing, just a different, you know, governing body of, of the show. So the show was down by Mexico, kind of, you know, no expectations, and that's kind of, you know, where it went. So it went from, you know, having no intentions of competing ever again to turning pro within, yeah, like you said, seven months. <laughs> it went quick when it went, you know. It's a turbulent ride and a great story. Yeah. Um, one of the things, one of our signature segments on this podcast is we have a segment called What the Fuck Were You Thinking? Where we ask our guests <laughs> to reflect back on a, an inc a personal incident where maybe they, you know, now that we're older and wiser, we look back and go, what was I thinking when I did that? Maybe you could just, I've, I've never met you before, Ian, but I have I've heard the story about the, uh, the broken arm. Maybe you could just fill our listeners yeah. in a little bit about that one. <laughs> Yeah, that's that's a definitely what the fuck were you thinking story. So, um, so this was yeah, this was uh, 2012, some point I, I don't know, beginning of 2012. I was working for Popeyes, the supplement chain at the at the time. Uh, so I was working a, a booth at one of these fitness expos. I can't remember what it was, like a you know some Ottawa Fit Expo, some shit like that. So um, I was working the booth there, and they had like a, a Ottawa you know regional arm wrestling competition there, which was. On Rogers Television, and I guess the commentating was done by uh, but Devin Larratt. If you guys are familiar with him, um, so he's like a very you know top level arm wrestler, you know. So he was doing the kind of commentating for the Rogers Television. So I obviously had no idea who this guy was or how good he was, you know. But even if I had an idea, you know, I'm still fucking stupid, you know. So um, you know, I was working the booth. One of the girls I was working with at the booth, you know, a cute little blonde girl, wanted to go over and you know, take pictures of her arm wrestling him. So she's like, yeah, come take pictures of me arm wrestling him. 
and you know, like her with two hands, you know, just fucking around, you know. So I was like, okay. So I go over, and take some pictures of her, video, whatever. And obviously, I'm the biggest guy in the expo here, so people are like coaxing me on now. They're like, ah, oh, just go, give him a go, give him a go, you know. And I'll be honest, I had no delusions of grandeur that I was gonna beat him or anything ridiculous like this, you know. But I got, you know, coaxed into it, so I end up up there and you know giving him a go. And before you know it, my arm was fucking all fucked up, and <laughs> I'm in the hospital. So. <laughs> So uh, you had a spinal fracture of the humerus, right? Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. How long was your rehab for that? Uh, I was back eight weeks, not that long. Like, you know, once I got the x-rays, you know, I, I think I had some, a second set of x-rays done at six weeks after I broke it. And, uh, and the, the, the bone infused and callus over pretty well. So I was like, well, fuck it. I'm not going to break it again, you know? Mm -hmm. So I started getting in, just doing some lightweight, you know, nothing crazy. I'm talking like I was curling two, two and a half pound dumbbells and stuff, you know, just trying to get some weight on it and get some movement. And at this point, my arm had been in a sling for, you know, six weeks. So I couldn't even straighten my arm. Right. So, you know, I just wanted to start, you know, rehabbing it a bit, getting it so I could open my arm up again, start utilizing it a little better. So. Right on. Yeah. So I have BB pro schedule. What's uh, what's your schedule like for uh, 2016? So I'm currently preparing for the Toronto Pro, so that'll be the first show I do the season. That's June 4th, so the June 4th, 5th weekend, so first weekend in June there. So we're six weeks out sitting from that right now. So um, And then after that, I've got a couple others. I might do Vancouver Pro. Um, that's definitely a possibility. That's end of July, end July, beginning, beginning of August, so a couple weeks after. Um, and then I might go do a couple others after that depending on how how the first two go so but at least those two those will be the first two and then after that it's kind of play it by ear so right. was um sorry the jump around timeline was toronto your first pro show or was orlando orlando so last year i did orlando in uh the the first week of may and what, what was that experience like 2015 for? so that was the first one i did seven months later i went to the toronto pro pardon Sorry, what was uh, what was that experience like uh, the first time going to uh, as a IFBB pro? It's it's obviously you know it's it's an intimidating atmosphere, right? You know you're going from these you know and I'm a younger guy, so these are guys that I was looking at in you know magazines and on social media and all these things when I was you know younger and being like, holy fuck, these guys are huge, you know. And now I'm sitting here at athletes registration about to compete with these guys, and I'm like, shit, I got myself into some deep waters here, you know, like <laughs> really, what the fuck am I in for? So. Um, you know, but it's the, the atmosphere at these pro contests, it's honestly a lot nicer than at the amateur level. You know, there's a lot more camaraderie, a lot more respect, you know, everyone's kind of paid their dues and they all have earned the right to be there, right? They've, you know, at some point turned pro, you know, won a national level contest or an international contest and they're all elite athletes and they show each other the respect accordingly, right? Where, you know, if you go to these amateur level shows, you'll find there's a lot of like, you know, people just, you know, giving each other the death glare and like, you know, it's just a weird kind of tense atmosphere sometimes, especially at the lower level amateur shows, you know, people are you know, a little more insecure and, you know, and it's a new atmosphere to them, right? So you can get kind of some weird, you know, vibes, but, you know, at the pro level, it was, it was honestly a really good atmosphere. Everyone was really, you know, you know, welcoming and helpful and it was just, it was a good time for sure, yeah. Excellent stuff. That's actually, you know what? That's a. I think it's a great point. It's it's often at the the beginner, the novice, or the intermediate level where you seem to uh, experience the most drama and bullshit. And you get up to the oh, yeah. to the top ranks. Everybody's like you said, you've earned you earned your keep and you've paid your dues to be there. Yeah. 
Another signature segment of our uh, of our podcast, Ian, is we like to give our guests the opportunity to rant or vent on anything that you know in the industry or, or life related. Um, it's, it's called "What the Hell Are You Thinking?" And uh, we just want to give you a kind of open forum. If there's what the, oh, is, sorry guys, I'm a little dusty from the from the off season. Here. Is that what it's called? What the fuck's your problem? Yeah. <laughs> well, I don't know. You put me on the spot with that one. I'd have to think about it. You know. Yeah. You know, it's. I, I heard you. I heard you take a, no. take a poke at the bikini girls there. Maybe there's something on your mind. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't want to get myself in trouble. Anyway. You know, it's uh, it's obviously you know you know how social you know the, how social media is with you know affected, especially in the, the fitness industry where everything revolves completely around how you look, right? You know, or you know, with powerlifting stuff like this, it's about lifting. It's you know, it stays a little more true to its roots. Where you know, in in the the fitness industry, people get so caught up and. You know, it's in how you look and this, that, you know, you get so many people just, you know, these girls just fucking whore themselves out all over social media, just trying to get a, you know, a contract to, you know, get 150 bucks for the supplements a month. We're not even talking pay here. We're talking some supplements, you know, these girls are, you know, you know, showing their tits and ass all over the place for nothing, you know, and, you know, I understand, you know, this is, you know, that's where the industry's gone, but, you know, that's one thing I definitely say is a little unfortunate about it, you that's an interesting point. I mean, I don't think any of anybody here with a penis and balls is going to complain too much about what they're posting. No, the I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not complaining from a, a sexual point of view. I'm complaining from a <laughs> you know from a from a competitive point of view. Yeah, understood. Oh, yeah, yeah, because that shows the the bikini section takes three times as long as everything else combined. Yeah, exactly. That's where I, you know where I was kind of going with it, is that I I think a lot of these girls, especially you know with the bikini class. You know, it's it's a lot more attainable look, right? You know that the average girl can you know diet for a few weeks and they can they can get that look, right? So I think you get a lot of people coming out of the woodwork to do these level one shows who really have no interest in actually competing, right? You know, they're just there to you know post on social media or to you know to dance around in their bikini or whatever, you know, just as a you know not really serious about the actual competition aspect or you know progressing through the ranks or turning pro or you know anything like this. It's more of just a, a gimmick for them, you know. Are you seeing a lot of girls, and even maybe guys now, because I know they have the board short division now with guys. Yep. You see a lot of new people kind of, you know, they created those divisions to make it more attainable. You see people come in, get their toes in the water, and then go, okay, this is for me, and now I want to go to the next level up. I want to go to full bodybuilding or, or to figure or wherever. Honestly, I think the men's physique, you don't get as much of the guys going from physique moving up to bodybuilding. What you'll get a lot of, though, is the guys who've done bodybuilding can't do it, you know, can't pack on the mask, can't eat that kind of food, you know, don't really have the, I don't want to say dedication or, you know, but just don't have the, the bodybuilding mindset and they'll downsize. You know, I think you get that a lot more than guys going up. I think you get a lot more guys who've done one, you know, level one show as a bodybuilder, you know, it didn't turn out too great for them. So then they move down their next show and re, you know, go do a physique show after that. Well, why is it that they wear board shorts? How come they don't make them wear trunks? I, I don't know. Well, now I mean, they have the, this new class called Classic Physique. So it's a, it's the middle ground. It's just new this season. So that's between uh, men's physique and bodybuilding. So they wear like a like a hot pants, you know, like a short shorts. Like booty shorts, right? Yeah, like booty shorts almost, maybe a little longer, but that kind of idea. Um, you know, and they hit poses, but not all the bodybuilding poses. It's not just relaxed posing like men's physique. Um, you know, so that kind of gives those guys that are sitting in the middle ground, I guess, somewhere to compete. But... You know, it's, uh, 
I, why they wear shorts, I, I honestly don't know. It's just the, that look they're going for, right? It's the, the Ken doll, you know, magazine cover, you know, this kind of look, right? And, uh, you know, honestly, I, I couldn't give you an answer to that. <laughs> it's fucking stupid. Why do they? Like, yeah. someone else answer this. <laughs> I love you can find an idea. answer. I'm, I'm interested to know, too. Please put in the comments if you know why they are doing that. Yeah. Yeah, Especially exactly. if you're if you are a men's physique competitor, we'd love to hear from you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> hear your two cents on that one. Excellent. How's your how's your battery doing? Are we still good for some time here? Uh what do I got here? Oh yeah, I'm good. Yeah. All right. So um right now we we all are locked out and got sponsored by excellent companies. So Ian, uh tell us about uh, some of your sponsors. So right now I'm with a supplement company called iForce Nutrition. So um, I've been with them coming up on one year. So I signed with them the, the same weekend of the Toronto Pro last year. So about six weeks from now. So yeah, just just shy of a year I've been with them. So, um, you know, been great though. You know, went down to, with them to the Olympia, worked the booth there. You know, a lot of other great athletes, you know, that get to, you know, meet and work with, with them. So it's, you know, it's been, it's been a cool experience for sure. Yeah. Cool. Uh, one question that uh, I know a lot of people have is what, what are the extra things involved with being an IFBB pro? I think people understand, uh, what it takes to get to the show in terms of training, diet, all that stuff. They don't, I'm not saying they know how to do it. I'm saying they understand <laughs> that, but what is the extra stuff that, uh, that you have to do that a, someone doing, let's say a level one or level two show wouldn't have to do? Well, I don't think there's anything that you don't have to do. It's, you know, the people who end up being pro are doing this from level one shows. Mm. You know what I mean? There's, there's not like you turn pro and, you know, you got to be doing, you know, X, Y, Z to be a pro, you know, it, you know, to be competing as a pro. If you want to be a pro, you should be doing this from day one, you know? And I think that's one thing why I turned pro so fast, you know, is because from day one, I treated those shows, you know, I didn't like, I'm not like, oh, this is a level one show. Let's, you know, I'll just half ass it, you know? I was doing everything I thought that the pro level guys were doing from my first show, you know, and you got to treat them all like that. It's not like, you know, one show is an easy show. Okay. I'll just, you know, give it half this. And, you know, with bodybuilding, you know, I, every show I treat as if it's, you know, with the same, you know, give it the same respect that I give any other show. That's awesome. So from your, your, you've done two shows, right? The Toronto and Orlando. As pro shows, yeah, yeah, I've done two. Yeah, yeah sorry. Uh, yeah. So from your two pro shows, what have you taken away most from those two shows? Well, the, you know, definitely that the the judging from the amateur level to the professional level is definitely different. You know, I got by on the amateur level by just being the most ripped guy, the leanest guy show, you win. That's pretty much how it goes. You know, even at the you know, provincial level, national level, you know, if you come in as an amateur and you're peeled to the bone, you get a show. You know, and that's always how I've gone. You know, for me, that's always been my, my strong suit, you know, conditioning um you know so i've always just focused on that obviously matters all the time but, you know not compromising you know fullness or you know roundness or things like this for conditioning you know so you know like what i did in orlando i came in i was peeled to the bone you know, but there was guys who were, say, you know, 20% less peeled, but they were, you know, a little browner and fuller, and, you know, that's kind of the look they go for. So, you know, you got to kind of find the happy medium of, you know, conditioning without sacrificing your size and fullness. So, you know, it's kind of finding that balance. All right. So uh, my internet is screwing up massively right here. Um, can you guys still hear me? 
Yep. I can I hear you, but yeah. Did okay. you get a big audio cut out on that last blast? Yeah. Shit? Ian went into remix mode there. <laughs> Pardon? You went into remix mode there. Oh. <laughs> it's all like uh, digitally and stuff. I think I got most of it. I might have to call you back and get that answer again. Um, yes. Oh, crap. I was trying to fix that and I forgot the question I was going to ask on top of that. Sweet. Love being prepared. Love being prepared. Excellent. All right, dead dead air. Yep. Shane, are you are you good? I just see you're holding your chin. Yeah, so I shut my video off to um, hopefully um, get my internet better. Okay, cool. You guys all of a sudden showed up. You're crystal clear now, so. All right. You're like, oh, hey, look at you guys. That was a smart move. So mo- making the move up from amateur to pro, and the judging is different. And yep. we also have to kind of just kind of back discuss that, you know, Ian took the, the professional approach right from day one. If you could give one piece of advice to somebody listening out there who's, who's you know, he, he loves bodybuilding, he wants to get into it, give them one simple piece of advice. Consistency. That's it. That's all it's consistency. You know, all, all too often I see guys that, you know, and with with bodybuilding where it's so nutrition, you know, nutrition has so such an impact on, you know, your look and your performance. You know, you see so many guys, you know, that are, you know, fucking off on their diet. You know, they'll be like, okay, you know, you're really good for a month and, you know, then they fuck off for a week and it's, it's just got to be consistency. You know, since I've been competing, I honestly don't think I've had a week of even two days in a row of like not prepared meals and diet food. You know, you know, this is, this is, if you want to be at the top level, you have to, you know, think with that mentality of, you know, always be prepared, always having your food ready. You know, it's just, it's consistency over time and years. And, you know, it's not, it's not a sprint, you know, it's not if you eat your meals good for a month, you're going to look good. It's if you eat your good meals good every day for five years, you'll start to look good. You do it for 10 years, you'll look better. You look do it for 15. You know, it's it's the consistency over time. And that's where, you know, I think a lot of young guys, and, you know, I was a culprit of it too when I was young. You know, you want things now. We all want things right now, you know. And you think if you eat really good and you train really hard and you, you know, take a lot of performance-enhancing drugs, you know, when you're, you know, at one time, you'll look good really fast. But it doesn't work like that, you know, especially in bodybuilding. You know, it's 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 a it's a marathon. You know, you got to take your time. You know, you got you know do things properly. And I think that's the biggest thing is you know guys are trying to rush things. You know, they don't they lose that consistency. You know, in their in their training and in their dieting. You know, and then they're they're confused why they're not seeing the results. I think that's definitely the biggest thing. Yeah, it's awesome. That was great advice. Now you are a coach. You work with others. Do you yep. use a coach for your own nutrition, or do you do all your own? No, I've I've honestly never. I except for the first show I ever did, I've worked with a coach every other show. So out of the eight, nine shows I've done, one, I didn't really work with a coach. All the others I've worked with coaches. So right now I'm working with a guy named Matt Jansen. So he's a coach down, lives in down the U.S. in Tennessee. So, you know, works with a few other top-level guys. But I've been working with him since uh, January, December, January. So this is the first season I've worked with him. So, but... You know, it's definitely, you know, working well. You know, I think we got a good good groove going and, you know, you definitely understand each other and we're, you know, it's definitely looking like we're on the right page. So That's awesome. Excellent. And if people want to get in touch with you, that young bodybuilder that we just gave that consistency advice to, how does he get yeah. in touch with you to, to get some help? Yeah, so you can obviously find me on social media. So, you know, on Instagram, it's IFBB, so IFBB Ian Valliere, so I-A-I-N-V-A-L-L-I-E-R-E. Or on Facebook, just my name. You can message me on there, um, or you can email me even just at ian.valier@gmail.com, and you know I'll see your email and fire you one back. Excellent. All right. 
Well, let's uh, let's do this there. Cut this there, so Ian's battery doesn't die on us, and we'll have <laughs> someone else leave the show. Uh, I want to thank uh, Ian for taking the time out of his busy, busy schedule to uh, chat with us. And yep, we really, yeah. really look forward to your progress, uh, your your show upcoming in uh, a couple weeks, six weeks in Toronto, and hopefully we'll talk to you soon, and we'll talk about uh, progress from there. Beauty. Well, thanks for having me, guys. It was a pleasure. All, All the right, best, sir. You. Have a great day. All right, talk to you, I guess. Do do do. And right.